0: It was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring. Not even a Dak Prescott? <laughs> it is the night before the football season. I am fucking stoked. I am Andy Gatelli.
1: Benjamin Walker, and this we are. These boys will be boys. We are coming to you from late Wednesday night, right before the game. By the time you're hearing this, Hopefully it's before the game Thursday. It's game day, baby.
0: It's it is game day. You are in your preparation for the Cowboys versus Bucks, 720 PM central time
1: kickoff, first game of the season.
0: Ben, right off the bat, how are you feeling right now?
1: Oh, we've just had a, a branding um exercise, aka hard knocks um finish in which Normally, uh, pushes me through through all barriers. All all hype trains are a full go. Um, but that being said, I just you know this first week, what we have coming up, uh, I, I, I'm less optimistic than I, I feel like I should be, and and that's disappointing.
0: Yeah, I mean, this one's weird. I, I feel like I should have probably thought about a projection on this game sooner because I'm now too close to it like I'm just entirely too close to this game now. Um I feel like if I was being objective like if I wasn't a Cowboys fan I'd be like the Bucks are going to kill us like they're they're stacked. They're returning everyone. They're a machine. The Cowboys are there's a lot of question marks. There's a whole bunch of new stuff. There's 36 new players on this 53 man roster. Um Dak's coming back from in serious injury with zero game reps. Zeke Elliott hasn't taken any game reps since last year. They're missing probably I, – I mean, outside of Dak, probably the most – like the best player on your offense is Zach Martin, and he is going to be out with, in the COVID protocol. So you've got a totally unproven Connor McGovern holding down the center of your offensive line against one of the better interior pass rushes in the NFL and yet
1: <laughs>
0: i i i mean okay i i think i i i can't bring myself to be like we're going to beat them right and i can, and i can't really bring myself to be like i think we're going to do well i guess i just want us to do well I, I all i'm looking for tomorrow really is just like some good signs and a fight like, if this team doesn't lay down and they fight, they if they give the Bucks a good game and they keep it within, like, 10 points, if they cover the spread, the eight-and-a-half-point spread, I'll be very satisfied with that, to be honest with you.
1: When I first heard about a week ago that the spread was seven-and-a-half, like, before I would ever heard the spread, before I even started looking into that, I was like, wow, this is, you know, they're... Yeah, Tampa's probably favored, but I bet we can beat them. That'll be pretty much a toss-up. Like, in my head, maybe a three-point game. And then when I heard the spread, I was like, "Wow, that's fucking crazy!" And then I started thinking about it more and more. And the more I've really thought about it, because I've been thinking about the Cowboys' season as a whole, which we should still probably talk about, Annie. Like, uh, like yeah, we would, we'll definitely do that. A full zoom out uh, on the season. I am optimistic, but yeah, me too. Now that you get just this one game, the micro, the the now, the. Tampa Bay, and the more I break down that seven and a half line, I'm like, man, fuck, we really probably are going to lose. Like, I, I, I can't even bring myself to to really have a whole lot of confidence other than just first week anything can happen type shit. You know? I, I'm I'm
0: at a point where I'm like, I'm not really looking for them to win. What I'm looking for is signs that can be successful later. So like, Zeke is going to be coming back off of a, his worst season as a pro with a diminished offensive line against a really good run defense. So if Zeke goes out there and has a good game, like if he goes for like somewhere in the neighborhood of a hundred yards against this defense under these conditions, dude, I'm going to be really psyched for Zeke. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to be sure. like, okay, if Zeke can do that under those conditions, this guy can ball against some of these other teams. Um, similarly, like if this defense which was historically terrible last year can hold this offensive attack and this cast to under 30 points
1: <laughs>
0: dude i'm going to be really happy see, with that
1: see that's that's where i get that's this is where i get hung up i, I have high hopes for this defense they drafted the first six picks of this draft we've we talked about in length went all defense yep. um, but golly that also means there's a lot of question marks on that line yeah, um, I mean, for one, Tank Lawrence hasn't played any meaningful football this offseason. He's been coming correct. Out. He's supposed to. He's supposed to play, but he is playing. He is playing. Yes, but still, I mean, even if you hope he comes back and he's his normal self, and
0: I mean, let's just let's just run down the 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 list real quick. So you got Demarcus Lawrence, that's a returning starter. I'm Osa, sure. brand new DT. Carlos Watkins, brand new DT. Randy Gregory is Randy. So he's back, but you're not that excited. Uh, your weak side linebacker is Leighton Vander That's suddenly kind of a question mark. Your starting middle linebacker is Keanu Neal, who's brand new. Your starting strong side linebacker is Micah Parsons, brand new. And a rookie, although obviously very high hopes. The odds on very, very high. defensive rookie of the year. I hope the kid balls. Um, your left cornerback is... Which is, you know, typically your your prime <laughs> cornerback is Anthony Brown. So Mike Evans is going to be covered by Anthony Brown tomorrow. This is where it gets bad. That's rough. Then starting strong safeties Donovan Wilson, who's coming back, starting free safety. This was kind of a surprise to me. I guess not really because Hooker has not played any meaningful ball yet. Um, but Kazi is starting at, at free safety. And then your right cornerback is Trayvon Diggs, so who I guess will be covering, covering Godwin. Well,
1: and your nickel's going to be Jordan Lewis against Antonio Brown. So Antonio yeah.
0: Brown, the AB. I,
1: I I do think this defense shows throughout the season will will be better, um, but that's almost all of that is based on the fact that I like the Neal addition. I love what we've seen of Micah so far. I think he could have the chance to kind of be what happened in 2018, where we thought, God, this sucks coming off 2017. And then LVE and Jalen had fantastic years and covered up a yep. lot of warts. Yep. And, and Dan Quinn,
0: who's – that's a great addition that we can't yes, cannot undersell.
1: And so that's, that's the only thing that brings me any sort of hope. But, man, you look at the outside – and we get these corners one-on-one, and even that, I just don't really have a lot of hope in pass rush. Plus, I mean, this has to be said, the Bucks have a damn solid offensive line, too. Yeah, and so, it's Tom
0: Brady. I mean, Tom Brady's a magician. I mean, there's a... I don't know if you got to watch last night's episode of Hard Knocks yet, but um, there is a scene where Micah Parsons is working one-on-one with Demarcus Ware, legends. and DeMar- Demarcus Ware is explaining what it's like to play Tom Brady when you're young and DeMarcus Ware is like, it was my third year is the first time I played Tom Brady. And they show these clips of Tom Brady just fucking with DeMarcus Ware, like
1: yeah, I know calling
0: out his that. name and then going to plays in other directions, winking at him, just like, you know, Tom Brady shit where he's mastered all the the normal shit that quarterbacks worry about so much. Like he's already beyond that. So he's playing a different level of game where he's like fucking with your mind while doing all of that. Like, so I mean that's that's what you're up against is the he's legitimately I mean people hate this guy and rightly so but I mean Tom Brady is probably the greatest football player in history
1: like no. I mean he is the goat I mean I I've never liked Brady I've never been a Brady guy he's definitely the goat yeah um and, and, and that's where it comes to is I I just can't see this defense which was so historically bad last year is coming with a new D coordinator is coming with a lot of different personnel just gelling right away now people could flip it on the other end I'm I don't know I I don't know if Brady historically has started slow almost every single year and then he kind of gets ramped up and by the playoffs he's Brady like last year he looked really mortal the first four to five
0: although I'll caveat that by saying that like they were very open about the fact that when he showed up last year Bruce Arians was like I call the plays and then like four or five games in the season, Brady was like, yeah. Hey bro, why don't you let me pick some of these? Well, and suddenly they're, they're pretty much the Patriots. Right. <laughs>
1: like, And last year was the weird year with COVID. So they didn't have yeah. quite the same training camps. They had a lot of new personnel. Sure. Uh, Antonio
0: Brown's probably keeping Tom Brady up late at night. Cause he's living at his house doing, <laughs> filming rap videos in him and Giselle's dining room, you know, standard, standard Florida shit. But,
1: all that said, I, I guess my point is, if if we're, if we're trying to sell this, you know, look at this through the Cowboys tinted glasses here, what would give me a little bit of hope is that typically they do start. He, he Brady is mortal yeah. <laughs> early in seasons. And the run game, to me, I mean, I know Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette, a.k.a. playoff Lenny, had a, a nice little run there to end the year. I'm not scared at all of that running attack at all.
0: No. Well, and here's the thing, man. This defense, I've said this all offseason. This defense does not need to go from being historically bad to being the fucking 85 Bears. This defense needs to get 20% better than last year for this team to win double digit games. That's really it. Like Did
1: even they as up 31 and six straight games to again. Yeah,
0: even year? as okay. even as horrendous as they were last year when Dak was in there, they were still either winning or losing games by they were within a score of like every game, even against really good teams like Seattle. So I, now I will say this despite everything that is going against them here, I am going to look, even with the rust stack is shaking off like dude. And I love Dak. I, Lord knows that I have, mel- I have molded mm-hmm. myself into the, the greatest Dak champion. There is. Um, dude got paid a lot of money this off season. He got the bag. You and I have spent several years being like, just pay this fucking guy. He has been paid. And the reason they give you $40 million is because in games like this, they expect you to go inside the phone booth, take off the glasses and the tie and come out fucking Superman style and do crazy shit. That's what you get paid to do. Same with Zeke. So if they look totally helpless, if they go out there and they punt six times in a row and get mashed, that will really concern me. If this team shows signs of life, hangs with them for three quarters and Brady wins by a touchdown in the end, I'll be very happy with that. Because I do think that a team this young, this new, that hasn't played that much football together yet, will take a couple weeks to gel. I think that they'll be a much different team in week five than they are right now. I just want to see where our starting point is. And my hope think, is that the starting point is this is a really good offense and the s- beginnings of a solid defense.
1: I feel the best chances of this game going our way is getting off to a hot start. I just don't see you falling down 14-3, 17-3, shit they did last year early in the year oh, yeah. and then forced themselves to come back. I just don't see that working out against this team. No. Um, well,
0: and you're going to have to make Brady uncomfortable early. Like there's – you cannot just let him sit there and pick you off. No one beats him that way. He just—he doesn't fuck up. He's not gonna like get nervous under the <laughs> under the the opening <laughs> the night lights. lights and throw throw picks to fucking the Anthony Brown because he got the wiggles. Like that's not that's not going to occur. So, Demarcus, Randy, Micah, these guys are going to have to at least make him move around. And like yeah, I mean, that's throw, always throw been, off different platforms, throw off at angles he doesn't like, get him uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, of course you gotta you gotta get in his face. When uh, who was it when when Denver beat them years ago in the playoffs? You know that's they just pressured the shit out of the guy. I mean that's the only way to really stop. But as I said, he is a little bit different early in the year, even early last mm-hmm. year against the Saints. Yeah, he looked and like you said. A lot of reasons for that, but I just go back to how uncomfortable they looked very early. That is
0: always like, if, if there is a time when Brady looks human, it's always those <laughs> first couple weeks, for sure. Well, and
1: and they there is such thing, right? Super Bowl hangover, everyone won. They returned all the starters. Like, all those guys saw Brady come there and were like, oh, shit, this is our chance, right? Yeah. And, and then something does happen. It's the human condition where you succeed and you hit that, and now you're like, oh, I'm good. Like, well, I'm and-
0: and we're used to, we're conditioned to this like Brady Patriots thing where they're like, it doesn't matter, you know what I mean? They win and they just want, they just come back, you know what I mean? We know Brady's like that, but we don't know that everyone else on this team is like that. Like, sure. some of these dudes might be like, tight. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that was cool. How about like, one? In JPP the year? and
1: JPP Sue. They may be like, ah, oh, I'm I'm good, bro. Right. But yeah. Right, I mean.
0: I will say this: There's a reason I think that every time some team hires a, Brit, a Belichick assistant and they like try to like clone the Patriot way, it Definitely. fails miserably because people don't want to live that. A, a lot of people are not built to live that life. You know what I mean? That like weird, hyper discipline. It's not fun. Like people fucking hated Matt Patricia in Detroit because he was like the king of like you know
1: do your job.
0: Yeah, and just like grabbing grown men by their face mask and spitting in their face and yelling at them about like, you know, not tucking their shirt in or some shit, you know, not folding their blankie correctly on a team trip or something. Like that works but, when you're Bill Belichick because people are like, okay, he's won a, a thousand Super Bowls. Like I know well, this works. When it's Matt Patricia, you're like, hey, bro, like <laughs> I'm 35, like, chill.
1: The Joe Judge thing, right? People have already talked about how the Giants camp under him is like oh my god this fucking guy yeah dude like
0: you you really have to like bring a track record of success before you can be fucking emperor palpatine about that kind of thing like no one wants no one's rookie manager like if you walk in with your management for dummies book and your first thing is like everyone's gonna wear a dress code and be in their chair at 7 a.m everyone's gonna be like fuck this guy <laughs> like for sure fuck this guy because i know you don't really know what you're doing so yeah we'll see we'll see did um, you
1: know the Cowboys are the biggest underdog this week? I mean, that makes sense.
0: That that does make sense, in my opinion. They're playing on the road with a returning from injury quarterback who hasn't played football in 18 months.
1: And that's what gets to me, too, is we can talk about, well, Brady's going to be rusty and all this, but, damn, I mean, this offense, uh, like I said, these are the first real snaps for Dak Prescott, you know? Yeah. I mean, he, he – He's a question mark in week one as far as – and he doesn't sure. Zach Martin. The The offensive line, me and you, have been talking about this for so long. It is <laughs> – I'm telling you, it's we're going to have issues this year. And it's already happened. And, and look, COVID's – This year, dude, to everyone. we've had issues. We've been having issues. Last year was I know a disaster. Like, yeah. and I and, mean – And, and, and L. Collins is dealing with this. He missed all last season. Tyron is healthy for now, but me and you – What's the over under on how many games Tyron plays this year? Ten. Let's see. I Nine? I think
0: I think we're gonna get to the I think he's gonna have a nick up in the Eagles game. And he'll miss the Panthers game October third. And then he'll be questionable for the Giants game. And at game time they'll say he's not gonna play. And then he'll play the Patriots game and then maybe make it till Thanksgiving. And then he no. might be done.
1: I mean that's what does scare me about this offense. Um Things that are positive, though, Goat, I do want to trend. Um, CeeDee Lamb. Weapons, a, baby. All, this, all kinds of weapons. People have been screaming from the high heavens that the breakout candidate on Dallas Cowboys this year is CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb. Anyone who does fantasy football drafts has seen CeeDee Lamb's ADP skyrocket. He's Amari way in front of Gallup. Um, what are your What are your predictions for, I mean, really, the receivers in general, but but that guy? And this week, what do you want to see? I mean – Because we're going to throw like, a lot.
0: I like his approach. Um, you know, in on on last night's Hard Knocks, they uh, they had a kind of a scene where C.D.'s in his kitchen at his crib. His, they got the team uh, chef that they all – that one chef they all use, which that's yeah. the sickest job in the world, for real. That dude has the best gig. But he's in C.D.'s kitchen, like, whipping up some dank food, and he asks him, like, you know what are you going for on uh, Thursday night? And is like, I don't know what the stat sheet's going to say, but I'm fucking hungry. I'm fucking hungry, yeah. bro. See, and I like that. I think that's the way to approach this game. This is it's like this the, not the, try to fill up a stat sheet. You don't need you don't need to go in there demanding twenty balls. Go in there and make the game breaking catch, dude. Go do your thing. CD has the skill set to. I mean, he's probably going to be seeing their number two corner. Gallup's gonna be seeing their number three. Amari can get separation on anyone. There's we're gonna have, there's gonna be open passing lanes. There's gonna be guys that are open. I have no worry about that part. It's does Dak have a clean enough pocket to take even a three-step drop and get the ball out? And is is Dak sharp enough right now to make all the throws necessary to beat this team? Um because I think we're we're just kind of assuming that it's not going to be the Zeke show just because of the conditions that he's under.
1: Yeah, I I, I would love and, and kind of to your point when you talk about you know Zeke or not Zeke, sorry, uh, uh, CD talking about he's hungry and you kind of hear that from Micah. That's what new blood does do for you. Like mm-hmm. sometimes, and that's what I talk about. Like Tampa's bringing everyone back, and there's this beautiful thing about all the cohesion that is. But sometimes it's good to get, and I'm not saying CDs all the way new, but just that mindset of like the young guys coming in and just, you know, almost the moment's not big enough for them. Like they're just, they've never been afraid of anyone because they've always been the best at everything they do. They don't have enough experience to really fall back on, like, ah, shit, we're going to get our shit pushed in. Like none of that yeah. doubt oh, has yeah. crept in and like later veteran life. They're just, full-bred spitfire confidence, and I think that's that's what gives me some some hope for this game, you know. Um, dude, I'll, I'll, said, I'll be, I'll I be totally honest,
0: man. Like, I'm having watched Dak, like, just in the limited amount of, you know, material we've gotten on him this offseason, dude. I mean, I, I think mentally he's more than ready. Like, I think that this is the sharpest version mentally of Dak Prescott you're ever going to get. Do I think it's going There's gonna be physical rust. It's hard to know. I do know that no one is more devoted to being prepared and being a leader than Dak Prescott. I have zero doubt about those aspects of the game. Um, so, so I'm 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 really excited to see what Dak does. I really am. I'm not worried about Dak. I'm I'm excited to see what he does because I think this is an opportunity. This is a game where people are like, "What's going to happen?" And these are the games that great players step up in. And so if Dak Prescott is one of those guys, which he has every intangible of one of those like magnetic generational players, I mean, he could go out there and make magic happen. You go out there and you beat the Bucks tomorrow night, dude. That's a signature win. That's a that's a game. That's a win. People talk about, about Dak Prescott for the rest of his life. There will be people coming up to him when he's a hundred years old, being like, I remember my, you know, when I was a kid, I saw you beat the Bucs on opening night.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i I to that point, you know I was looking at the Bucks 2020 performance. um so they're the top ranked rush defense. they always have for I say always have, but for the last couple of years if you've looked yeah they' loaded always They drafted heavily in that, that stopping, Vita Vea and yeah stopping the run. that's just yeah Vita Vea up front, Adamica Su, JPP. Um, I mean, that's just always been their MO, even when they sucked. I mean, Levante David's great, Devin White. I mean, they have a great linebackers, those two. So those guys, yeah, they make it tough to run. They are the best run defense last year, but their pass defense was average. Mm -hmm. Um, They gave up 21st most yards per game. Are
0: are you afraid Um, of Carlton Davis and Sean Murphy bunting?
1: No, I, I know they both had good playoff runs. I mean, shit, their whole defense was great in the playoffs. They shut down Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Brown. but seen that. Remember
0: when the Eagles' defense did that in twenty seventeen or whatever it was, where they all just like became all pros because they listened to Meek Mill in the locker room a bunch, and then like the <laughs> next year they were trash. Like that happens. So
1: I know, and that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not too scared of that, that secondary. And if you compare it to our receiver core, which outside of Tampa Bay, probably is the three best you know probably is it's it's us them
0: and kansas city like those are the three that people discuss over and over again is like that that trio of teams have the the
1: cast exactly so we should have an advantage out there this 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 has to be a dat game is what i'm saying we're not gonna especially without um zach martin which who by the way last year when zach martin played we had a 4.5 4.5 yards per carry. And without him, we were like 3.7. I think he missed. Yeah. Two or we three. lost almost so, a yard
0: yard per carry when Zach was not in the game, now, which is freakish. Uh,
1: like I said, that's still a small sample size over the two or three games he missed. But, um, point is they have a great run defense. We're without an all pro guard. We're going to have to throw a lot and we're going to have to have Dak have a great game. Those outside receivers are going to have to win. And, and, and Kellen's you know, gonna have
0: to call a great game,
1: dude. Yeah, like, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to take care of the football. So I've been playing a lot of
0: Madden. I got to play for Kellen. It's called Quick Slants. Now, what it <laughs> means is you guys they they slant in real quick, and the corners just can't cover it, dude. They just can't cover it.
1: I got this other one. It's called Four Verticals.
0: Four. <laughs> now, what's crazy about it is it's called Four Verticals, but one of them is kind of kind of bendy <laughs> in the middle. They don't cover that one. It's that's red the, too, it's so the, that's how you the, know we're we're it's,
1: it's the Jarwin
0: route. Yeah, it is the Jarwin <laughs> route. You're damn right. Did you notice that Schultz is a uh, ahead of Jarwin on the death chart for tomorrow's game?
1: Yeah, I heard David Hellman say that he wouldn't look at that at all. He said they're both they're going to play 50 Who's I just assumed What's it like? was a
0: blocking decision. Schultz is the better blocker, and I figured with Zach out, they their their base is going to be max protection.
1: They're going to go to a lot of you know 12 set where both those guys are out there Yeah, Um, true and i like that we have
0: two guys those they're they're, both very capable
1: yeah they're both gonna play is my point so i i guess i'm not shocked you know especially the type of year schultz had last year he surprised us um Mm -hmm. so i do think you know connor williams gets two bad penalties gives up at least one sack um Probably you know probably what? I'll fucks say this. the game up for Connor us.
0: Connor Williams, if you're listening to this, if you want this podcast <laughs> to eat all the fucking crow in the world, go out tomorrow and pancake some motherfuckers. Go win the game.
1: What if he just we win the- Vita Vea's a bitch tomorrow? Dude, if if
0: if they're just like if half the broadcast tomorrow is just like Collinsworth being like, this kid Connor Williams, dude, he is dominating the interior of the offensive line right now. And Zeke's just like running right behind him the whole time for like 250 <laughs> yards, then fuck, dude. I'll buy a Connor Williams jersey. I'll come on this bitch in a Connor Williams jersey, and I'll eat at Chili's every day for a month just so I can get as huge as Connor Williams is. So, shout out what? Connor Williams.
1: What if McGovern has a fantastic game at right guard? I and love that. so when Martin comes back, they just stick McGovern. They just at say, left "Get guard. the fuck
0: out <laughs> of here, C Dub. Done. You stick a fork in them, baby. Medium rare, uh, like that's that's what that." I'm talking- Let's go with that. I like that. Mm. Oh no, I like that a lot. I mean, so we've 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 gone through it a lot. What's your what's your prediction? What are you putting? What, what what score are you sticking on this bad boy?
1: I was literally asked this about an hour before our pod by somebody, and I said, I think the Bucks win by a touchdown. I think the line's pretty right. Okay. Uh, I must say, if I have to give a score, I I have faith in this defense just not this week and i probably say 34 24 bucks
0: okay i'm going to i'm going to give us i'm going to give us a little i'm going to have a little more faith in the boys this is the score this is less of a prediction more of the score i want but within the realm of reality i'm going to say bucks 27 24 cowboys look good they hang with them Lose by a field goal, very respectable. Go out, kick the Chargers' ass next week. That's what I'm going with. So, do you want to? Should we run through the uh, the old season schedule real quick?
1: Um, at least the beginning month, right? And then we can kind of do a a deeper dive. Just since uh, because this this is definitely
0: a season of phases. So, like you have you have kind of this opening phase, which is the Bucks is a really hard game. Then you go Chargers, Eagles uh chart you go at chargers home against the eagles home against the panthers home against the giants you go to new england you go to minnesota and then home against the broncos which you know i love because i'm not trying to go back to denver after the debacle a couple years ago then you get to play the falcons at home that gets you to the middle of november and then all of a sudden on a dime the next week you go to kansas city four days later is thanksgiving you play the raiders at home. And then a week from that, a week from Thursday, you play Thursday night football again, and you play at NOLA, and you're playing the Saints. Mm. And then you got to go to Washington,
1: which Washington made us look bad twice last year. They I mean, they got, got the.
0: They, I mean, they have one thing, bro, and that's a defensive line that will fuck you up. Like that is the entirety of their team. They have no ability to do anything else. Shout out would, to I, Scary Terry, that dude stranded on a garbage offense. He's say, never gonna be good. I, I, I feel so bad I, for him.
1: I, I'd add Scary Terry and, and Gibson are pretty decent, but the rest of that team is, yeah, fucking joke. So,
0: but yeah, let's, let, I, I think we go, let's go through that uh, kind of opening phase, which I, I think to the bye, which is, takes us from now until the Patriots game on October 17th. That's uh, six games. So we get into sure. the Buccaneers game. Next up is next, a week from Sunday, September 19th. We go to San Diego to play the Chargers, led by their hot young gun who I was very wrong about cutting out Mr. Justin. He's been good.
1: Yeah. I think the chargers are still a little new. They also took Rashawn Slater who we both wanted. Um, yeah. Looked fucking good in camp. Agreed. What but I, th- I think
0: they're, I think they're a couple years away. I think they're, they're not there. I yet. think we beat them.
1: Uh, yeah. For what it's worth, we're on the road again in that one. Um, so we do have to go to L.A. Uh, not that that matters because we'll probably. Not, yeah, I've been calling him San Diego Chargers, still. But... Like an asshole. <laughs> it's fine. But you know what? It's I think L.A., most which is
0: do. nice. That's a that's a great. It's a beautiful stadium. Not a hostile crowd for the Cowboys in California at all. Beautiful right. weather. Like
1: that's... I think uh, Vegas will have that as a toss-up. I'm going to say we win because I, I just can't imagine a world where we start 0-2. It, I'll be so sad.
0: Yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I got to start in five and one.
1: Okay, so yeah. you you think we after we you think we lose to the Bucks, right? And then, yeah. then lost to the Bucks,
0: rattle rattle off five wins, going to the bye week, filling all high and mighty. Then you go into that hard section and you get beaten up a little bit. I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine going to KC and getting. I that can't
1: <laughs> imagine losing to Philly. At home in week three. I can't imagine losing to the Panthers at home in week four. And I can't Darnold. imagine losing to the Giants week five at home. So, at worst case, we're three and two through five games.
0: Yeah, and then you got to go the, to
1: the Patriots,
0: which is weird because they're the Patriots, but it's new quarterback who knows how Big Mac's going to be. They yeah, weren't great I, last year.
1: A lot of people are picking them to win that division, which... I get it. Their division their has been trash for like 15 years, but I don't, I don't see it, man. I mean, I just, I, I'm not that high on Mac Jones, I guess, but um,
0: I, I'll be honest. Like when I started seeing him mocked in mock drafts really high, I, that was confusing to me because I just assumed he was like a Greg McElroy type dude. You know, sure. or
1: Kendorsi,
0: AJ McCarron, yeah. you know, like one of these one of these Alabama QBs that, like, yeah, I mean, he's he's not gonna fuck it up,
1: but like, he's not Tua. Or also tell me right now who their best receiver is. The Patriots? Yeah. Oh
0: Jesus, uh, oh. I I'm I, I couldn't tell you who a receiver on their team is, honestly. I mean, yeah. that's why I like, dude. I would I would assume the Bills are gonna win that division just because they have. Uh, a legitimate MVP candidate and Stefan Diggs.
1: Yeah, I I think so, too. I think a lot of people have the Patriots as a wild – either way, my point Let is – Let me see who they – yeah,
0: their starting wide receivers are Jacoby Myers, Kendrick yeah, and Bourne – Nikhil Harry, right?
1: Or did they cut him?
0: Uh, Nikhil Harry's on IR. Their oh, third sure. wide receiver is Nelson Snagsgalore. That's right.
1: That's right. And then I forgot he was there. They signed two tight ends that people are jazzed about, but they do Hunter have Johnny Henry Smith, and Johnny Smith. Eh. And then the running back, fine. And the running back, another Bama guy, Damian Harris. Eh. Damian he's Harris okay. and James White. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't know.
0: Hmm.
1: they yeah. Eh. So I, I, agree. I could see five and one. I'm going to say four and two. Um, but I don't know I can't see us losing the Patriots so then it's got to pick the Chargers to lose one of those games is a toss up um I, mean, yeah. I think there's
0: a path to I'll five go four and, and two one. I'll go 4 and 2 one. 5 and 1 those are both possible um yeah I mean you could do way worse dude you could do way worse and then you and then you start getting to, okay at Minnesota that's interesting uh the Broncos are always a, a thing I think we kicked the Falcons' ass, honestly. And then you get into the hard stuff. That's when you go Chiefs, Raiders on a short week. Go are to we New still Orleans.
1: Convinced the Saints are tough. I, I'm. It's it's less
0: that the Saints are tough, and more that like I know Sean Payton always plays out. those games between us. <laughs> always, are out, always out, really, out really close. The
1: shit out of our entire team usually. Most yeah.
0: definitely. And when you play in New Orleans, there is a crowd element to that game. Like that is those are. The Superdome is a is a thing. There's a vibe.
1: Four of the last five games are against the division. So, really, whatever you do in the beginning of the year, it'll still come down to those last five weeks.
0: And then, second to last game of the year, you got the Cardinals coming here. Kyler Murray returning to the stadium in which he won 20 playoff games?
1: I just look at the fact that i have no faith in cliff kingsbury to lead a playoff team
0: oh i mean who i mean who knows if they're going to be in the playoffs but they might beat us <laughs> like,
1: yeah but it it depends how meaningful that game is if that game is meaningful at all they will lose although i'm sure they said the same thing about us so
0: yeah but yeah who who knows there who knows on that one but
1: yeah, so well, we'll, then, we'll, we'll uh, let's do this next uh, week. You know what I hate
0: is Eagles last week of the year. Every time I see that, I always think of those all those years for us. Four to we're, six
1: we're, game, fuck.
0: Yeah, or just it's all all those years where it was like whoever wins this game is gonna go to the fucking playoffs. It all comes down to this, and we just always lose that game. Always, so we got to have it sealed. We got to have the deal sealed by Thanksgiving, baby.
1: I'm not worried about Philly and us. I'm most worried about Washington winning this division on the sole fact that I think we match up really poorly against them for Yeah. I reason. mean, because and maybe their I biggest strength
0: to... is our, their biggest strength is our key weakness on offense. Like I don't think any of their corners can cover our guys and I don't worry about that, but I do worry that if Tyron Smith has a back spasm and Zach has COVID round two and Lail has his 19th neck injury, that it'll be fucking Connor Williams and, Beattish out there trying to block Chase fucking Young, who I'm pretty sure eats fucking 200-pound dumbbells for breakfast.
1: Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't think Washington is good this year. I just think they play us really well, which is what terrifies me about them.
0: Yeah, and I don't want to see. I just don't. Dude, after last year, it's weird. My mindset on Dak is totally flipped. Like, up until that moment last year where he heard his ankle, I was like, Dak never gets hurt. I don't even worry about Dak getting hurt. That doesn't enter my mind.
1: The old now Cam I'm Newton, like, the Cam Newton yeah. theory.
0: Now you I'm can't. just like, fuck dude. Don't take too many hits, Dak. Like I don't mind him running the read option a little bit, like in the red zone and shit, but I don't want to see him doing all that open field running this year so, unless it's absolutely necessary.
1: I want to give a final season prediction and then next week maybe if we have some time we'll we'll deep dive those those games a little bit yeah. you know, week by week just to just to mark them for the people plus if the cowboys win we'll both it <laughs> might be like a 17 and 0 type season Five yeah, in this bitch um uh, if, yeah. if they lose we'll just see how Oh, bro if we, if we beat them. the
0: bucks this this podcast is going to be just insufferable like oh, if you hate God. this team if you if you hate listening to this podcast bro, dude i skip that episode dog cuz we're going to be like straight speaking dude like just we'll we will have injected hype train directly into our veins
1: i wonder what the odd how, how what the record set for how the odds for dallas to win the nfc will skyrocket if we win that game
0: oh that'll be outrageous i mean the cowboys are a boom and bust media franchise like we'll lose if we lose this game even if we like lose in overtime people will be like Big trouble in Big D is Dallas falling yeah. apart, should Dak be cut, should the Cowboys move to Austin, should the Cowboys not even be allowed to be in the NFL? It's if we uh, win this game, they'll be like, could the Cowboys go 17 or no? Is this the greatest dynasty in NFL history?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 America's team, yeah. baby. We 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 demand all the attention. I mean, I I don't even know what the numbers are going to be from this week, but I guarantee you the most watched game is going to be Dallas, Tampa, Thursday night.
0: Uh, uh, did you see the ticket sales? No, it's the most expensive NFL ticket price for an opening game in history. The average ticket price to this game is six hundred dollars. The average ticket price. How much was it? The average ticket price is six hundred bucks. God. Every single seat in that stadium. It's like that's like Super Bowl prices, dude. Like. To to watch the super the defending Super Bowl champions play against a fucking six and ten team, <laughs> like right. I that's hilarious.
1: I I can't imagine paying that. But you know what? Shout out to shout out to all the people that are going, especially if you're a Cowboy fan. We need shout power.
0: out to all the the Tampa Bay. I don't know what what's a what's a good like uh what's a good like way to make your fortune in Tampa. You, like, run a bunch of car washes. You, like, have, like, 20 car washes or, like, a – ooh, ooh, actually, it's Florida. So, like, you run, like, a real sick, like, Medicare fraud scheme. So, you're just, like, rich as fuck from, like, Medicare fraud. You're, like, balling out hard on running pill mills and shit And you're going to the Cowboys-Bucks game. Yeah, that's – shout out to all those guys that are going to be down there, retirees and whatnot
1: probably some uh some folks you know in the marina biz you know what i mean selling out a uh, boat big taking, boats,
0: taking, boat boat salesmen
1: <laughs> big boat salesmen taking taking tourists out and shit some, Take, some taking taking a
0: client taking a client to this game trying to close a deal on a yacht like hey yeah oh. yeah how about that Tom Brady he's like the yacht of fucking quarterbacks if you know what i mean the beaut.
1: that feels much more like miami vibes but fuck it might be tampa too. who knows Tampa's Florida's probably like own- a- State. I feel like yep.
0: Tampa is just like real shitty redneck version of Miami. Like they want to be Miami, but they're not because it's Tampa.
1: What's Jacksonville then?
0: Oh, Jacksonville is like pretty much like South Georgia. Like it's that's real, <laughs> that's like real monster energy drink territory up there, bro. That's like <laughs> jean hey, shorts well that... and fitted caps territory in Jacksonville. Also, that uh incredibly dangerous be. gang war going on there right now you're gonna are you gonna be hanging out with uh young and ace
1: dude yeah me and fast money goon are gonna be fucking <laughs> oh are you building, living,
0: are, it, are you gonna, gonna put on who i smoke too
1: dude i'm definitely getting fast money I'm, I'm i'm hitting up fast money goons dms and seeing where he's watching this game tomorrow night and, and see <laughs> if me and ashley can roll through because <laughs> i guarantee you it's gonna be a fucking badass place Dude, I want to know where Fast Money Goon hangs out. <laughs> yeah, maybe, that, I mean, I, I say that.
0: He might just hang out with he might just hang out at Wapa with the Choppas house. You know what I mean? They might just kick it at the crib, but
1: most likely. So I don't know. You know, younging nace, fast money goon. If you're listening, uh I'll be in Jacksonville. Um, let's hang. Hell yeah, dog. <laughs> Hell yeah. You just sent are I'm like, hey, dude, you see that play from Zeke? You just send me like a picture.
0: You have a face tat. And you have an AK-47. You're like some in some random place. I'm like, oh shit, Ben's in, Ben's in Jacksonville, dog. He's in it, in it. Oh, all right, man. Well, tomorrow night, 24 hours from right now, we'll know how it turned out. We will be
1: yeah, if happy you're or sad. Hopefully, you listened before the game to get you in the right mindset. If you're listening this after, our hope it might be funny. It might be our 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 pessimism might be funny who knows yeah they, you'll
0: be like can you believe they were so down on this team they beat the bucks 47 dude this is crazy
1: if we win we will delete this episode and record one where we had blind hell yes hell yes
0: um, all right man we'll uh
1: safe travels to... tomorrow man Thank you, sir. Do you want a uh, like a quick bets will be bets segment? Yeah, man. Hit
0: me with it. I know you got a couple of okay. uh, can't can't miss lock of the millenniums.
1: All right. First one, since I am going to Jacksonville, there are three point favorites over the Texans. The Texans fucking suck. I know Jacksonville was bad last year. Hell yeah, the Hammer first that. Overall pick. We are hammering yeah. it. The Texans will be equally bad this year. They just traded away Bradley Roby, He wasn't playing in this game anyway, but that just shows how little they care about winning. Uh, They're still paying Mark Ingram and David Johnson money, so that just shows you they they do not care at all about winning this year. We are hammering Jacksonville at minus three. That's the lock. Um, Other ones that have stuck out to me go when I'm I'm scrolling here. Also, um,
0: just just for the record on that game, uh, let's go back to Trevor Lawrence's first college game. Three touchdowns, no picks. Kid lights it up on opening day, all right? Mm. Hammer Jacksonville. Hammer Jacksonville.
1: I love that. Um, And then I got another one that I feel really good about. Pittsburgh's a a six-and-a-half-point dog to the Bills. Look, I like the Bills. I think the Bills are good. Pittsburgh was so awful to end last year, but dog, that's still a real good defense. And i am never seeing Pittsburgh get a a six-and-a-half-point dog. I will hammer that. one more goat for you, a big upset again, or not big upset? Sorry, a big line again. San Francisco seven and a half point favorites on Detroit. They're covering that. San Francisco is going to destroy Detroit. Detroit might be as bad, as Houston this year. Not quite, but they're they're going to be in the realm. They're going to be. A very I think Detroit.
0: I think Detroit is about to figure out how valuable Matt Stafford was. I mean, I know every every time you say anything good about Stafford, people pull out that against his record against the spread and his record against winning teams. And I know I'm not like saying he's the goat or anything, but that dude pulled a lot of shit out of his ass for some very bad Detroit teams. And Jared Goff is not going to do that for you. So yeah, you're about to find out very quickly how valuable Sean Payton was to Jared Goff and how valuable Matt Stafford was to Detroit.
1: Uh, or uh, Sean McVay, but yes. I guess. yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. Thank you. Too many Seans. Too sure. Boy, geniuses, dude. Um, last one that I really like. Uh, my underdog. We kind of talked about this, hinted at it that we're not believers in the Patriots. The Dolphins are a three-point dog. I'm taking the Dolphins outright in that one. Give me a little. Upset. I like that. I like that. And then maybe just one for one for the road goat that will be on. Baltimore Ravens four and a half point favorite. What do we always say about Baltimore? They're playing the Raiders, by the way. They just they always cover. They always yeah, cover. They Baltimore, do just always cover. They always Reliable. cover as a favorite. So give me some Baltimore in Week One. I think they beat the piss out of the Raiders personally. So uh, agreed. I like happen. your
0: Miami pick as well. Miami has a bunch of uh. The Mi- Miami is not a cool team in my opinion, but they have a lot of cool guys that I really like. Xavier mm-hmm. uh, Howard. Waddle Byron is tight. Byron Jones is not tight, but sure. And then my personal friend, Jakeem Grant, is on that team. Coming off of his mm-hmm. best year as a pro in the middle of his $20 million contract. Shout out to the boy. Ooh, Very proud of you. You're five, five seven, and seven children and out here with $20 million. Fucking get it, Jakeem. Get it, Jakeem. So yeah. I'm rooting for Miami, and I'm stoked. I think, yeah, go kick their ass. Go kick their ass.
1: Yeah, I want that outright. I'm taking the 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 money line, 145. Yeah, that boy. Slam it. We're slamming it. Those are your locks. Those are your picks. Put them in. Bets will be bets. We'll keep up with the record again this year. We made money. When you go when you go when you
0: (laughs) when you go undefeated this week, make sure to uh, Venmo me and Ben a little bit of your winnings as a tip. You know, because we're hooking you up with these fucking Locks.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, last year we had fade the Jets. Uh, if this year's any indication, fade the Texans will be. Oh, I'm I'm thing. big into
0: that. I'm big into that. And man, if they if that goes well, and then they have and then they draft Spencer Rattler. Oh, baby, we might get to fade the Texans for years.
1: God, that would be such a mistake.
0: I can't that kid wait. is a big shithead. I want him to have a full Johnny Manziel. Flame out in the league. That'd be most excellent. Oh, yep. I love it. All right, man. Well, we got our, we got our bets. Everyone's about to be rich as fuck. Stoked because mm-hmm. the Cowboys are gonna beat the shit out of the Bucks. I love it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's hope right. you
0: and the hope you and the lady travel safe to Jacksonville tomorrow. uh As always, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this uh season eve edition of Boys Will Be Boys. Uh, You were probably listening to this in the lead-up to kickoff, so say your prayers. uh, Offer up a sacrifice to the almighty Staubach and uh, let's get this shit done. As always, if you've enjoyed listening to this, please like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a rating on iTunes. It does help us move up a little bit. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, And as always, folks, be safe out there. Thanks so much. I'm Andy Catelli.
1: Ben Walker. This is Boys Will Be Boys. Uh, Take
0: it easy.